How would you describe the investigation of the buzzer? How deep did that go? Well, the, the, the buzzer allegation, the, the, file, the tape and everything, we were fully aware of that when we were working our way through the investigation. Um, I think that, um, in a way, um, the, the piece that no one appreciates is that we found no evidence, not a single witness um, who could corroborate that there were buzzers being used during the 2019 season, indeed, that they were doing anything inappropriate during the 2019 season. Um, given that the players told us, you know, chapter and verse about 2017 and chapter and verse about 2018, um, it does give some credibility to the de denials that were uniform uh, about the use of buzzers in 2019. Um, can I tell you 100% certain that um, it didn't happen? Uh, no, you can never know that. You got to, you know, people tell you what they tell you. I, I, I will tell you the evidence on this issue um, was as consistent in the direction that nothing was going on as the evidence was consistent in the direction that there was inappropriate behavior in 17 and 18. This is Moneyline. This is Moneyline. Money. Touchdown! This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, action. Hello, world. Welcome into Moneyline on a foggy, we'll call it a you-can't-see-me Sunday. But... We got a lot to get to, and we opened up the show with some new interviews. We're going to get right to that, but before we get even to go into to all the scandals, all the drama, everything that, all the, all the social media mishaps that have happened since we last spoke, I'm going to get to my man right here, my partner in crime, the statistician at Josh Jordan 975 which is where you can find him on Twitter. Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? What a time to be a sports talk radio host. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I can't even put so, like I said, it, 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 we, some will call it scandal. Some are calling uh, this interview that we're about to get into, hey, breaking ground because they didn't find something along of where people are trying to pull strings in certain areas that shouldn't be pulled. So we're going to get into that before, though, the man that keeps us in check for the next two hours, the one rocking it with us every single Sunday at Carlson Radios, where you can find him on Twitter. Andrew! Good morning, guys. I'm just banging my trash cans back here, making sure that everything is in line. You guys know what's going on over on that side of the glass. No doubt about it. So we know when the change-ups come, and we will be prepared. We will sit on that. Man, crazy, crazy, crazy. We started with all the, the Correa stuff yesterday, and then we have the commissioner coming out and kind of clarifying that they didn't find anything with the buzzers. I think this is huge, and we are talking about this a little before the show, and I'm really pro Astro on this thing, and I think they were, you know, being cool about it and taking their medicine. But once everybody started 
piling on and Bellinger got in on it and it, it just got out of control. And the New York media has just kind of assumed that the buzzer thing is real. You know, they just put it out there like like that's a thing. And I, I think finally Correa got to the point where enough is enough. I'm going to come out and defend our side. And I love him bringing fires into this too. Like, oh, if you're man enough to to go to the you know go to the commissioner and tell on us, you should be man enough. If Jose Altuve didn't use the trash can banging, you should come out and say that too. Be fair on both sides. So we're going to do this show like this. It's open court. Yeah, it's going to be both sides. Okay. So if you're out there listening, because we got nationwide listeners that listen through the app on here, you know, so they might not feel the same way as the local guy, okay? But local guy is saying, man, I need to get something off my chest. So, again, the phone line is open for both sides. I want to hear it if you're against the Astros as well, but also if you're on the Astros side now that Correa finally said what someone like me, because I I don't want an an apology from these guys. Again, 713-780-3776, 713-780-ESPN. Get your opinions in because, okay, you've seen me on Twitter, I I imagine, and uh, after some of the stuff, you know, I'll put like clown whenever Bregman, you know, did his thing. But again, I don't want it to be seen like, so what do you want out of this, Jerry? I don't want an apology at this point. I'm just tired of it. I'm fed up with it. You know what I mean? So at this point, it's like like Bregman, though. You know, Bregman to me and to each his own. But even when I'm, I love the Astros, you know. So even when Bregman was doing his thing, in a, like a lot of people at this station feel, you respect him for what he is as a player. But is he that guy that's real cocking you like, man, oh, I would get into that guy so bad. Yeah. But you respect him for that competitor he is, right? So then all the cockiness and all the staring down, you know what I mean? You figured that he would have come out and said what Correa said. I wish that it would have been Bregman that would have spoke like that, if that makes sense to you. Not Correa. And I wish it would have been earlier. Like, if Bregman, if you're going to talk that talk and, and, and act like that when the things – that's what I was wishing. So I don't want people to get it like, man, are you just answer- – no, I love the Astros. I just want them – to do it in the proper way because there's no win right now. No matter what they do, no matter what they say, no matter what Manfred comes out and says, there's no win right now. Nothing we can do as an, as an Astros organization here, as a city, as, a, as the team. There's nothing that you can do other than go out there and do the Patriot way and keep winning and punching them and punching them and winning and winning until they to love to hate you even more. But for right now, what can you really do through apologies? Nothing. What if they went up there and really gave the apologies that every the outside of Houston people wanted? The, man, I'm sorry, yeah, we did. Like, if they just kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yes, then they might have even looked even worse. Like, man, these guys are just pathetic. Yep. You know. So at this point, it's, it's, it's both sides, but keep the, si- keep the story as one because the Altuve – not coming off with the jersey off his back is something that's still, I mean, what what's your explanation on that? I mean, that's what's tough. You know, Jose gave the explanation, you know, the, the day of the game. He was interviewed on the field. He said, he you know, he was embarrassed and his wife was mad at him the last time that happened. And then I think Correa said something about an unfinished tattoo the other day being one of the reasons. So that's the only part of this I, I wish was handled a little differently. You know, keep it one story. Just, you know, just say, hey, you know, Jose Altuve already answered that question and just move on. If he would have said that, I would have felt a lot even better. But to your point about you wish this was coming from Bregman, I got some insight, I think, why it came from Correa. 
Correa might be the biggest Jose Altuve fan on the team. Yeah. You know, those guys are close. And I think that's when it, it, it pushed him over the edge to where he had to come out, to where all this, you know, everybody is just piling on Altuve and saying, you know, he didn't deserve the MVP that year. And that, I think that was the, the breaking point for Correa. Like, the dude hit 400 on the road. You know, you're going to tell me he wasn't the MVP when we didn't even have those, you know, the cameras set up on the road. So, you know, don't come with that. And then with Bellinger, he came after. I loved it, man. It was very 2020 Donald Trump, like, you know, coming at Bellinger, like you guys made an error in that in that inning and allowed two runs. And, you know, he he went through every game that they, you know, it could have gone either way and explained what happened in the game and and how the Astros got the hit on the road and. You know, he he waited. I loved it because there are a lot of Astros fans are feeling that way. Like they won that legitimately by getting big hits and big moments. And a lot of them didn't come on, you know, at home and say what you want. We don't know for sure if that was being if that was happening in the playoffs with the trash can. banging. I don't think so, but we don't know for sure. You know, on the road at home, we don't know everything, but we do know they got big hits when they needed them. The Dodgers shot themselves in the foot a few times. It had nothing to do with sign stealing. So I think that was the breaking point where, like, our championship was legit. And, you know, Altuve's my dude. I'm going to come and defend him because nobody else is doing it. When they asked Altuve, because remember that guy did a, a report where he went through all the trash can bangings of every broadcast he could find, and Altuve was at, like, 2%. Like, he hardly used it. So there is some factual evidence that – you know, Altuve wasn't using it. And then when they asked Altuve about it, like, hey, that report came out and it shows that you barely used it. Altuve didn't say anything about that. He was like, hey, we got to take this as a team. You know, I appreciate you, you know, pointing that out, but we got to take this as, an, as a team. So Altuve wouldn't even take any credit for that. And he's, he's that kind of stand up guy. And that's what gets me about all this because everyone gets thrown into one. Okay. Right. Now, the, spunk, the, the scumbag of the chorus of the world, you know what I mean? And the Beltrans of the world that you saw him go out. But then again, <laughs> it's where do you draw the line of who's a scumbag here and who's lying? Because we saw Hinch before that Yankee game go out and say that there was nothing. But now there was TVs getting smashed. Right. Okay, so then you lied both face there. So again, it comes to a point to where you say, and we knew this was coming. As the season approaches, as these teams start reporting. A lot of these players, you haven't heard from them because they haven't been right. around team acti- uh, or organization activities, whatever. Now that they're reporting, what happens? Because they're going to come out and say what they think. But it's funny, though, that it comes from a lot of the Dodgers guys and the Yankees guys, two teams that are hurt mm-hmm. because they couldn't beat this Astros team. So now what do you want Dodger fan, Yankee fan? To vacate the title, so then leave it in history with nobody there? Or are you saying, pass it down to me, Dodgers, because what does that make you? If you're just, what do you want them to do with the title at that point? Yankee fan, you you didn't, you still have to win a whole nother round. Yeah, this You is, still have to win the World Series. It's ridiculous. I so mean, like, come on. There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of this, that. We know if the, okay. What Manfred said coming into the show, what we played there, and that's something that just was posted on ESPN.com this morning, five-minute interview, and he says about the buzzers. They came out and said everything that they – when they were granted immunity, they said, all right, well, we'll snitch. We got to self-snitch. We got to dry snitch. Like Takashi 6 9 tell it all. They told it all. And everything comes down to it was uniform. It all based in 17, little 18, but everything was – they told everything that they did in that 17 season, yes – 
burn names, whatever. But now when it comes to this buzzer thing, not one of them, they can't find one source. And this isn't just some John Boy thing that you think like he's the one investigating. MLB went thoroughly through it and couldn't find one thing. You know they wanted to find that one thing, and they couldn't. So at this point, it's time to put the buzzers thing to rest because that's a little ridiculous. Can I give you an explanation on the Altuve thing? No, I'm confused as well because if you look at him on Instagram, he's like a model on pictures. He, he's, t- he's shirtless, modeling. So I don't know what happened. Is there buzzers? Is the, the confetti that fell? What are we really doing here? Let's get back to baseball. Let's get back to what we know. Astros, you got to win. You got to do it. The Patriot way. Hit them in the mouth. And we're going to hit the bookies in the mouth for the next hour and 45 minutes. I've got winners. i got parlays. And if you can guess the roughneck score of today's game, I'm giving you two free months of my private plays. The phones are open. 713-780-3776. Moneyline ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Cody, like you don't know the facts. We're all in there. And nobody wants to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about this. I'll say that to it was the one guy that didn't use the trash can. A few times that the trash can was banged was without his concern, consent. And he will go inside the clubhouse, inside the dugout to whoever was banging the trash can, and he'll get pissed. He'll get mad. He'll say, I don't want this. I can hit like this. Don't you do that to me. He played the game clean. The data of the banks that's on the on Twitter or whatever, it shows it. Um, Altuve played clean the whole year. When you look at Altuve's numbers on the road, he hit 400 on the road. He didn't shoot nobody of the MVP. He earned that MVP. The Boom. interview heard around the world in the last 24 hours, let's call it. Hey, people's foot have been put down. Like, you need to put your foot down, New Houston. If you're listening out there, again, the phone lines are open. This is a you show, Astro fan. If you're listening right now and you're saying, you know what, I'm finally glad that, you know, it came out like that or, or about what Manfred said about the buzzers, the phone lines are open for you as well as the opposite side, the side saying this doesn't do anything. You're still the cheaters. Whatever your thoughts and views are on it, the phone lines are open for you. I'd love to hear your aspect. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975 is where you can also find us on Twitter. Josh Jordan, Andrew Carlson, and your man Jerry Bonos. And we're talking Astros. We're going to talk a little XFL. Again, the phone lines are open. If you could give me the XFL score today for the Roughnecks game, two free months of my private plays, that's $240 that that cost. And I'll just, you know, I'll add you today and you can have all my plays. But first, let's get to the HRMP line, right? Because we're going to open it up to the callers. He wants to talk Astros. Doug, what's going on? What's your thoughts on all this? Hey, good morning. Good morning, my man. I got a couple of, couple of things. Uh, first of all, you know, the, the, the Viratrol, man, that is coming out of some of these people against the Astros. When you have things like right now the Department of Justice is still investigating the Dodgers for bribing foreign officials to, to smuggle Cuban players over the course of four or five years. Okay, and, and we're talking about sign stealing 
Manfred, when he put out that 2017 memo, he acknowledged technology in baseball to steal signs was rampant. Everybody was doing it, and we just were told it didn't stop. Now, that's 100% on the Astros. That's 100% on the Astros. But why is everybody so hot? And I'm telling you, because we actually won the World Series. Because we're the ones that won. If we wouldn't have won, nobody really would be saying much, much of anything right now. And the other thing that I find extremely interesting is there's a whole lot of major league baseball players that have played in that league over the last three years. And you only have a few of them coming out and saying anything. There's a lot of them that are really, really, really quiet right now. And, I, and you and I both know why. Because they were doing it too. They just didn't get caught at it like we did. No, you make a great point. Just think back in life and anything. Whenever you are involved in something and you got in trouble and, and, and things start getting called out, they called out your friend, the principal. They're like, hey, you come to the principal's office. You sat quiet in the back and you said, man, I'm not going to say anything. Let me stay quiet. But instead, you have Yankee fan. It's funny. And I'm not going to put no names on anyone around here. Uh-huh. But Yankee fan, now you're coming out beating your chest when you're just first, hey, you're mad. Because, like he said, if the Astros don't win it all, would how, how deep would they be hating? They'd be more laughing, trolling, like, even though you cheated, you couldn't win. Right. But on the other hand, what if they do win last World Series again? Now they're going to say... Although they didn't find anything this year, they still would try to taint yeah. two World Series. So, again, it comes to it's a lose-lose situation. You're not going to win no more. What said is needs to be said. It's like when, when you're with a lawyer and they said, man, don't say nothing without me here. Like, don't talk when you, you're saying too much. At this point, you're saying too much. Correa said what he needed to be said because everyone there feels in their own way. I guarantee you that, man, this is messed up on Altuve. Like, he's the one that was probably getting on us, telling us this does, this doesn't work. What the heck are y'all doing? This isn't right. who we are. And remember remember when we first started this show, I told you I would fight for those Astros because, to me, they were considered the good guys, you know, especially in this city, right? But when that happened, I even came out, and that's why I said I felt so betrayed because I'm, I thought, man, I would fight for this team. But then again, I, I always threw up Altuve. Like, I can't imagine Altuve being so grimy. I just can't. Like, so childish. And now that those numbers came out, he's the least, under 2%. Yeah. And those 2% was probably when he was like, man, I didn't even need that. What right. are you doing, bro? Like, you, I didn't need that. It's messing up with me. Me listening to that is messing up with who I am, bro. I've been here when we were losing 100 games. I've been here when we were winning them. And I'm going to be here probably whenever you, some of you guys are gone. I am this team. So what are we doing? It, 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 I, I pictured it like that. So I felt a little betrayed. But then I said, you know, now that this comes out, it's like, man, it makes me feel somewhat. A little better, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But then on the other side, for the guy saying, man, what are you talking about, Jerry? It makes sense on his point because it's like, you can't say, man, yeah, we cheated. But you can't tell us how much we cheated. You lose the benefit of the doubt, not just in this situation, but in life. If you, if, if you still if, if that's what records it goes on your record or if, you know what I mean and, and then whenever they go look up your record what happens so even if you haven't stole in X amount of years if something comes up missing and there's three people and two clean records who's the first one they're thinking of at your job whenever they use uh, you know references and stuff w- what is it it's all your record so I just I don't know where to go with this I need we need to draw a line Andrew I know you're a diehard as well. We need to draw a line. Where does that line start? When does it stop? Because I think it's only going to progressively get worse as the season starts because the fans, once the Astros hit the road, are going to get their input. The problem is once you cheat, you open up this can of worms 
this Pandora's box, so to speak, that can't be closed. Like, there is always going to be suspicion and talk about this team now, no matter what they do, no matter what happened in the past. Manfred can say whatever he wants at this point, but the media and the players on other teams are still going to talk their talk because the Astros opened that door. And that sucks to say as an Astros fan. Like, this is something that we're going to have to learn to deal with over the course of this season and basically the entirety of this core as it's currently constructed for the entirety of their their run as Astros, we're going to have to deal with this. And there's there's no other way to go about it other than to say, you know what, let's go out there and let's win some games. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Let's go over to the HRP listener line. We've got a couple callers lined up. Hey, get on in. 713-780-3776. It's that kind of show on a Sunday. We're going to get people fired up. Hey, get it off your chest. The season's approaching, and people are running their mouths now. And, hey, I want to hear your thoughts on both sides. If you're on the Astros side, if you're on the opposite, there's no judgment here because both sides have their views, and I'm just ready to draw the line and say, hey, let's stop this cooler talk. Let's get back to what it is. Is Are, are, are the Astros going to do? Are they going to make the playoffs? Are they going to surpass 100 wins? Where? How far can they go? Let's see. Mark, you're on Moneyline. What's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, guys. I, I would just like to say, I, in my opinion, the Astros have nothing to worry about. Uh, they were interviewing Tony Gwynn, you know, one of the best hitters of all time. He said, look, we would be naive to think that only Houston and the Red Sox were doing this, right? That's one thing. And then all these Yankee fans that are coming out, give me a break, man. Who Who is doing steroids when they won their three titles in a row? A-Rod, Pettit, Clemens. I mean, th- this has all been going on in baseball forever. The Patriots did it in football. Astros just need to win, and that's going to cure everything. Yeah. That's my take on it. No, 100% agreed. You have to win. That's what cures it. I wish we can go back and – I mean, you can. You go back in timelines of the Patriot scandals, right, and see how everybody was, hey, get those – get the way – take away the Super Bowls and – Kill them, and and then, then then they came back and they they did the fu tour. Yeah, Tom Brady went on the fu tour, and what happened? Everything was kind of like, and then they came back and went again, and it's like, well, he's getting old, and then they come back and win again, and finally it washes away, not completely, but to some people are trying to compare this with that, but I think that's a little different because this was not only I'm not going to say specifically player driven, but. It had some higher guys, but the, the, it was a lot more player-driven than, let's say, the Patriots doing video gate because that was more of them cheating with videos to help assistants, if that makes sense. Yeah, so it's a, it's a little different, but is it cheating or, or overall? Yeah, but look what – I mean, what if what if Kraft would have came out and said, Bilicek, you're gone because you're going to try to play this card that you didn't know the videotaping rules, ones that were broken again this year? Uh, yeah, you're gone. Offensive coordinator, you're gone. Or actually the defensive, because that's what they said. They had take the most. You're gone. Why didn't that happen? So once you see that the Astros organization did take those measures, it's like, man, they're not playing around. You got to at least give, give due whenever the state of Texas. But they're not. You know, I think that's why Correa finally came out and Astros fans are doing that, too, because they did fire their GM and their coach who are very good at their jobs. And they're not getting any credit for it. They're just getting bagged on for, oh, I didn't like the apology. You know, it's just like, you know, when is enough enough? And I think that's when Correa finally snapped and like, all right, you guys going to do us like this? Screw you. You know what? I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm letting loose. All right, let's get over to the HRP listener line once again. My man Lamont, he wants to talk Astros. What's going on, Lamont? 
Hey, man, uh, uh, how you fellas doing this morning? Fantastic, yeah. brother. How about you? I'm all right. I'm all right, chilling. Uh, I got a couple of points, man. Uh, I think Jim Crane added fuel to the fire by hiring those guys. He could have went out just like uh, – he could have just took his medicine just like the Patriots, just like the Saints with the uh, whole bounty gate, and, you know, just took his medicine. It would have eventually blown over. Uh, and and uh, I had sent you guys a tweet uh, – with the buzzer thing, it, it mean the buzzer thing is open and shut to me because the players tried to rip his uh, shirt, uh, shirt off. Now, I would think that the team would know that uh, uh, Altuve had on a buzzer, so it would be kind of stupid for them to go expose him to the world like that. Right. I just, I just don't uh, – I just really never uh, got that point. And I had uh, one last point about the Astros, and now it slips my mind, man. Uh, if I can, I'll call back with it. Yeah, no worries. Awesome. But, Thanks, Lamont. Yeah, they know they knew who had the buzzer, but then conversely, on the other side, you can say who in that moment, how they said in that moment that some of the Dodgers guys said, man, I would have ripped off my pants. I wouldn't even be thinking about yeah. it. But then on the other side, if you want it and you're not the guy that hit it, you're more maybe worried about it than the guys celebrating like, yeah, yeah. And some one of them's like, hey, man, he's wearing the buzzer, bro. But so both sides, again, it's a Pandora's box, the term that Andrew used, that's open now. But I do agree with there's a lot more minds. There's one guy that could forget that and Altuve being in the moment rather than the whole team being like, hey, we're tripping. He's got the buzzer on if there was a buzzer. Let's. You know what I mean? It, it, like, like he says, it's just it, it's, it leaves the Pandora's box for both sides. But here's what doesn't fit, right? We, we have these stats that Altuve didn't really want to use the, the trash can banging. It was only like 2% of all his at-bats. From what I heard as well, that those guys decoding the signs aren't necessarily paying attention to who's in the batter's box. They're just looking at the signs, trying to decipher them, and then you know relay it. So that explains maybe why sometimes there was some banging when Altuve was up, and they didn't even realize who was batting. They just did it for everybody. But my point is, is if Altuve draws the line that I don't want the trash can banging, you know, two percent of his at bats you hear trash can banging. He he's not down with that, but he's going to be cool with an electronic buzzer on him. You know, th- th- that doesn't. You know, if he's that guy that doesn't want to cheat, and we see real evidence that they didn't bang the trash cans for him like everybody else, but he's going to use a buzzer. Those two things don't go together in for the me. biggest moment. Right in the biggest moment. That's the line where he says, let me get it. Right. A Yankee fan. Back, back, back. God. See you later. ESPN 97.5. Slam your back to the curb, bruh. Like sanitation worker, cut your trash. I'm taking out the trash and all trash. Get mashed and compacted because. This is Heisman Trophy winner, college football Hall of Famer, Eddie George. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Pop your collar, Josh, because we got to get back to baseball. We got to get back to winning. Is that going to happen? From a gambling standpoint, I think the, uh, the number's at 96 and a half the last time I checked. Can they get back to those ways? I believe they can, but playing on the road's going to be tough. You know that it's coming. You knew that it's a chain of events. As, as the season approaches, players start reporting, they're going to talk. 
What's going to happen when the Astros first, that first series that they hit the road? What happens? It's going to be rough early. That's for sure. And I, did I see something about a rumor of like caravans where like other fans are going to go just to boo the Astros, essentially? Like it, it, some Dodger fans going to be going to Angels games or something like that, Andrew, and just to boo the Astros? Yeah, the opening series is going to be against the Angels in Anaheim. You're going to have Dodgers fans there who made a caravan just to boo the Astros. You're going to have some Yankees fans there who have made it a point to go to that game just to boo the Astros. It's going to be like this all season. This is ridiculous. You didn't see anything like this with the Patriots. And I think that's why Correa finally... You know, flipped out, and it's funny they they interviewed Mike Fires about Correa's statement, and he basically politely said we did it as a team and wouldn't go into it any further. So Fires won't even you know pick him up there. And man, is there anybody more hated than Fires? And then we got to talk about Beltran too. Remember how hated he was when he left the Astros to go play for the Mets. Now that it looks like he he was the kingpin that initiated all this and said that the Astros were behind the times on sign stealing and brought it over from the Yankees. And then now he's the reason the Astros are getting taken down and nothing has happened to the Yankees. What does Correa get remembered for? Let's put like a long timeline, like 25, 30 years from now from what he played because he was great. Yeah. Or for the scandal, because it's such a big deal. I think the scandal is going to come up first, and then they're going to be like, man, but he was a great player, rather than he was a great player that had this scandal, of that, you know, right? It mm-hmm. just, it's such a big deal, and he's on, I mean, he has a lot to do with this. Yeah. So, and again, that's why Yankee fans shouldn't be saying anything. It comes back to that old school when, when you got in trouble. You sat down, and your, your friend got called to the principal's office, and then your next friend, and you're thinking, man, I was there. I was there. Please don't call my name. And then you act like you you start looking like you start doing your your work even you know even tough. You're doing extra homework over there. You're, you're cleaning walls. Just you're cleaning your desk. You're doing whatever you can to look busy. And then when the season starts, that's how you just kind of slide on in. Whenever the bell rung, you just got up out of class and you said, "Man, they didn't call me. I didn't mm-hmm. get in trouble." But instead, what are you going to do? Jump on top of your desk and say, "Yeah, Johnny cheated." And I passed them the notes. Yeah, you're not doing that. I'm the one that passed them the notes. They're not doing that. Why are you doing that? Sit down and realize that you lost. Okay, what if the Yankees didn't lose head-to-head against these Astros? What if the Yankees haven't had as much trouble as they had because the Astros have owned the Yankees as of late? As of late. And that's, you know, it's funny. We had an article on Sports Map. I believe it was Paul Muth that put it up. And it was not only the sign stealing, but because you beat the Dodgers and the Yankees. Like, that's what, you know, that is what is making this such a huge story. These major markets. And where does most of the media come from in this country? L.A. and New York, right? Who the Astros piss off the most? L.A. and New York. You know, so they're coming at them here. And, yeah, it looks like Beltron was really the ringleader and i think what bothers most astros fans at least me personally they're just letting the mlb is just letting the astros just sit out there and take all the bullets but they still haven't done anything with Cora's punishment there's supposed to have been an investigation into the red sox we still haven't heard anything you know the dodgers i think they're in on this too i think they're sign stealing as well we saw all those mound visits so that's what bothers me is MLB is just letting the Astros take all the bullets right here. And I, I also, though, think that because, you know, we've heard from different sources that they're going to come down hard on the yes. Red Sox. Yes. And I think they're trying to make sure because they know that the implications of what they did to the Astros or, you know, how it went down, they know that they need to get this somewhat right. So I think that they – but time, the more the time that goes by, the worse it gets for them. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? But – 
I just think that baseball needs to get this. This is a a dark little era, dark moment for baseball because while we should be getting ready for the season upcoming, it's this is still holding heavy, and that's why Correa is finally coming out and saying, you know what, it's a loser situation. Let me come out and just do this. Yeah, at least let me say my side. Whether you believe me or not, I'm just going to say it. But sometimes saying your side isn't the best because one Buffalo Wild Wings came out. Yeah, I saw that. And they put their two cents in, and now they're going to – lose a bunch of money. Buffalo Wild Wings came out and said, basically, Manchester City, the European soccer club, they were banned from Champions League for two years, and they were fined 30 million euros. So Buffalo Wild Wings thought it was going to be cute to come out and put that in capital. How you punish a team that cheats? (laughs) And Houston didn't have that too well. No. And as somebody that runs social media accounts for a living, be careful that you don't cost your company a whole bunch of money. They're not fans of that. Well, that guy's not his company. I'm sure he's gone. I bet he and probably is. And and then, again, it is, if you really think of it, it sucks because it's not like that social media guy ran it by like he texts the owner. You know, the, No, he, he t- thought he was being cute. Yeah, he texts the owner like, <laughs> hey, I'm about to post this. This could hurt both of us. He didn't do that. He was trying to be cute. Jumped in in something. Before you know it, the owner's over there getting a back massage. And before you know it, somebody comes, his assistant, hey, you got to look at this. Uh He's like, stop it. I got 10 minutes left. No, you got to look at this now. And then they hand him the phone, and he goes to see that someone was being cute on. And then he realizes, what city? Hold on. It's no big deal. They're like, it's Houston. You realize (laughs) that um, we have a lot of locations there. So <laughs> you don't want Astros Twitter coming after you. I'm no, just telling you, no. you do not. And that's why uh, me either. I was even telling Josh before this because, again, Twitter, it's it's a I hate it because not one person speaking represents everyone. But right. also the way one person speaks doesn't automatically or, or post doesn't automatically give the tone that they're saying it. I'm on I'm on both sides. I mean, this is some clown show. But at the same time, it's like, man, let's put our foot down and let's go forward. Do I spoke to my wife and I said, man, she said, well, do people write off the Astros for this? Like if you're a fan, some people, you know, that are they writing them off because they cheated? And it's like, do you write off a friend because he commits a mistake? Now, how deep of a mistake does he commit? Because the gravity, the gratitude of these, this, this crime, let's call it, is pretty high in the baseball world. So what is that equivalent to a friend criminal crime. So then you start thinking of it, man, would you forgive your friend if he did this? Because I can't write these guys off. I just, I'm not going to write them off. Do I Do I look at them a little bit different? Yeah, more in a childish way. Kind of like, what were y'all even doing here? If it kept working, you better believe they would have done it last year. If it was working. If it was straight up working for them. Did it work for maybe in spurts? Yeah, because if not, they wouldn't have continued it. There's obviously, they saw something work. But then obviously, some of those players were good enough to, they didn't need that. So what happened? Hey, man, I, I'm good. I don't need it. Oh, two is like, what are y'all doing? You're tripping. You don't need that. And then it started fo- dissolving. Like, hey, more and more players start saying, you know what, man? This is, might be hurting us. And I think that's eventually how it went away. Hey, it didn't. What can you do now? Win. 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 That's it for the Astros talk for us. Win, win, win. We'll talk roughnecks. We'll talk a little bit of everything because... There's football to be played today. Yeah. It's being played here in Houston. 
Houston, get up out there. Hey, get on out there right now. The tailgates are going to be starting soon. Football's in the air. A guy named PJ, he's going to hey, win some money for you today. I'm going to drop a bet. The game is at 11, a soccer game. Coming up next, Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Heads up! Heads up! Here's another one, another one, another one, You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Hey, the phone lines are open. If those three first segments, we spoke Astros, got you hot. Yeah. 713-780-3776 at Moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on Twitter. Or you can text us at that same number, 713-780-ESPN. Squad's in here just trying to break it down, trying to make sense of what's happening in the, I say outside of the baseball world, but referencing baseball, if you want to make that sense of that. A lot's been said. A lot has to be put on the table. The table has to be set. That has to be eaten, and we have to proceed. 713-780-3776. The phone lines are open for you. Get it off your chest. Let's get this out in the open so we can get past it. If you want to talk anything Astros, if you want to talk anything XFL, if you're a Roughneck fan, a, fun of, a fan of the Roughnecks, I'm sorry, and uh, you have a prediction for today's game, Call in. Give it to me. I'll give you two months of my free plays if you're not aware of what that is. I got private groups that I give out plays throughout the week. Um, you know, people pay me for those, and I'm just basically giving out two months free for whoever could guess that. If you want to call in and don't even have a guess of the score and you just want to get it hyped for Houston and the Roughnecks, the phone lines are open for that as well. Speaking of football, though, let's get over to something our guy Jason Braddock came up with. Uh, he, he wrote up for Sports Map. You can check it out. And he's talking about potential moves for the Texans. And what'd you find? Man, there's some really interesting ones here. He goes into possible trades. He goes into free agency. You know, the cap room for the Texans, who he thinks they'll keep. It's, it's a really great job by Jason Braddock. So I bet he probably tweeted it out of his account as well. But get over to Sports Map and check it out. But he kind of, you know, lays out who the Texans' free agents are and, and who they should bring back. And, you know, one of the big ones, you know, it's Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde. Both of those guys are free agents. So you really only have, you know, Duke Johnson under contract as far as a guy you can count on. Eight touch Duke Johnson? Yeah. And, and that's the point. They're going to need a, you know, a first and second down back. We thought they should have used Duke Johnson a little more, but apparently they just don't want to wear him down. Apparently a third rounder isn't worth yeah. more than eight to ten touches, touches in a game, game, which makes no sense. But go ahead. No, no sense at all. So. You know, he brings up some possible, you know, free agents that they might look for. One of the interesting ones to me was Jordan Howard. And it feels like he's a lot older than he is, but Jason brings up in the article, he's only 25. Now, he could go back to the Eagles, but he might be a good fit on first and second down in that Carlos Hyde role if they decide to go a different direction. I think the way, uh, the reason he perf- uh, like seems to be older than he is is because he had a starting role at an early age. Right. He was starting at 21, 20, but... At the at that early age, what was the one thing that he led the league in? Drop passes. But yep. like you said, you could supplement him with Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. He is a between the tackles runner, first, second down. But 
do you want to keep doing this split back? I, I mean, and it's tough to find nowadays the 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 third down, the three down back. But if you're not going to use Duke Johnson properly, some of these guys, you know, running backs, they got to get in rhythm. The rhythm runners, they have a two, a two, a four, a five, and then they break off a twenty. Mm-hmm. You're never going to give a guy like Duke Johnson momentum. You're never, hey, get in there on third down, and those third downs where it's lo- third and long. To where he either gets a dump down pass that's never going to get a first down and they let him dump it in front and they come and tackle him or, you know, whatever the case is. But like you said, let's see him a little more on second down. Hey, let's throw him on first down and try to trick the defense a little bit because the defense knows, hey, Duke Johnson's out here. He's a third down specialist. Hold on. Why is Duke in here on first? Why do they got two running backs in here? What's going on here? Something. But, again, yeah. to give up a third-round draft pick or to, to, to get him, you figured they were going to have a bigger piece. Now you have running back holes like you've had before. It seems like we still have a lot of the holes. Houston still has the holes that they had last season. It's still yeah. going to be the defensive backs. It's still going to be the running back. Yeah, these one-year contracts. You know, Bradley Roby, he's probably going to be gone, and Jason talks about that as well. He he probably priced himself out of what the Texans are, are willing to pay. So that's going to be tough. And, and back to the running back conversation, aren't you tipping your hand a little bit as an offense if you have Jordan Howard out there on first and second down and Duke on third down? They're going to run. Right. So you'd like to have somebody that's a little more flexible. I'd like to see him do that. I thought Carlos, Carlos Hyde was okay at catching the ball this year. He had some drops, but he was better than I thought he would be. This one's interesting to me. Will Fuller. Because that is the million-dollar question. It, it, you can't just like act like it's a, a theory, like, Deshaun Watson is better when Will Fuller is on the field. You can't really deny that. Hands down. And we know that there's a lot of speedsters in the NFL, but they say that the Will Fuller type speed is and the acceleration that it takes them to get there is not comparable to many. No, but the guy that he offers as a a Will Fuller uh, replacement – Robbie Anderson of the Jets. He's got great deep speed. I like him I like a lot. That. Yeah. If you may, if, if more you say that, I like that because Robbie's got hands. He's yeah. got speed. He can run those those straights, those those outs. Just run out there. He can he can stretch the field for Hopkins. He can also play in between the the the, the ten yards you know routes. He can move the stick. So, man, I and you know we've he, we know that he's had trouble off the field, but that's been put behind him. Some he's been. Yeah. performing on the field. I don't think injuries has been too much of a factor. With right. Him. Does he show up and play football? You know, that, that, that's For the Jets. A, yes. I mean, that's the thing with Fuller, man. It's, he's he's always hurt. And, you know, Jason makes the point in his article, he's not going to get healthier as he gets older. You know, this is going to continue to be a problem. And you can also get out of – you could uh, basically save $10 million in cap space if you're able to trade Will Fuller. But – you know who's going to trade for Will Fuller? You know it's the injuries. It's just it's someone, red flag. Someone to do him them one of them short term contracts. Those those you got to prove it deals. Prove it that deals. hamstring's got to prove it. And again, we spoke about it a few weeks back about these one year deals. And it sounds good whenever the Texans were getting these defensive backs. Like man, it's an approve it. If Roby could go back to who he was, we're on to something. This is a business. What does it mean that okay? Yeah, say he does go out there and prove it. What makes him have to stay on your team? He proved it not only to you, but to the rest of the league that he can be that guy. So not necessarily, hey, you're going to prove it, but then you're going to prove it and you're going to stay with us, right? Right, right? Mm-hmm. And Bill O'Brien gets up and gives him the shoulders. Uh-huh. Right, right, bud? 
Somebody give this guy, you know, a drink. <laughs> You're thinking, man, this is not what we're doing here. The other guy's just like, man, I'm trying to get right, uh-huh. and I'm make my move. Then I'm out. I'm out. And then as the season progressed, and they saw the way that they treat in-house guys like Clowney, and he, they're thinking, man, if Clowney can't get a deal, mm-hmm. Clowney's a respected guy, you would think. If Clowney can't get a deal, man, what's going to happen with me? What are they gonna are they going to do me right? I don't think so. Let me not take a chance. Let me go to an organization. And what's gonna happen up top? Hold on, we're not getting Bill O'Brien's yes. Who who does this? Yes, Bill O'Brien. Man, what? We're gonna keep giving him jobs? The one guy that I hate playing for. Now I gotta report to him on other aspects of football. And negotiate my contract with him. It's the worst. <laughs> what why would you want to resign here and get yourself involved in that if you can get a, a, a another contract somewhere, even if it's maybe a little cheaper? Whatever the case is, I think as a player, as a as a human, as in work, if if that was the case you're in right there and you know that the longevity of another company and the outlook is better. And then this one company you're working for, you only put up with it because the guys, the owners, but the actual managers are jerks. Someone mm-hmm. out there is like, man, that's my job tomorrow, man. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, man, I'll put up with it. But then as soon as someone else comes knocking on you, they're, they're like, man, we'll pay you a little less for right now. But we look at look at the projected window. We have this and we have these pieces. Look at this quarter and this offensive. You're like, man, I'm out of here. What what defensive coordinator? We just we just gave up a fifty burger. I'm out of here. Yep, and they're going to take the blame. And that's what's tough, man. Is they got to want to play here. And if you lose Roby, what is it, Lonnie Johnson? And mm. you know they cut Vernon Hargraves the other day to to save some cap space. Good. So you really only have like Conley. Who knows if they bring Jonathan Joseph back? Mm. I mean, he's getting up there, man, and and he's been banged up too. So. And you gave up, like you said, a 50-burger. they got to get better in the secondary. So if they lose Roby, and they only have a second-round pick, and they need another pass rusher now, too. Bill O'Brien picked a hell of a time to decide to be the GM because he's got some tough decisions to make. Lights on him. Let's go and shine the light on Joe on the HRMP listener line. He wants to talk Texans. What's going on? You're on Monday Line on a beautiful Sunday morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? I'm doing yard work. Just put my headphones on. Listen to you. I was a little late, but, man. I have to comment and just talk about the Texans. Uh, I'm a Texan fan, but actually I'm trying to doesn't watch me anymore because y'all kind of skirting around the issue, and then y'all hit it hard. We can say all we want to about all the problems of the Texans, but it comes back to the same thing every sports talk talked about last summer, and that was Bill O'Brien. And again, the same whole crap happened again this year. And I, I think when you look at what Honey Badger did, you know, he's a smart guy, and he could have stayed here with the Texans, and I don't even know if the Texans even tried to really tried to sign him. But just like what y'all were saying, he's, he's in the locker room. He's seen what's going on. He's been around the NFL, and he wants to go somewhere where he can win a, win a ring. Texans aren't attractive anymore, and it's because of the McNair, because he's given Bill O'Brien so much power. And I know it's like beating a dead horse, but guys, when you lose hope, what's that saying from, uh, from Shawshank Redemption by Morgan Freeman? When you lose hope, and that's the people in the Houston area who know football. They've lost hope. And all these problems that we're having now, we're giving all this money away. These one-year one contracts for these guys, they're nothing more than they know how to say yes, sir, to Phil O'Brien, and that's it. <laughs> and they're good at practice. Yeah, they'll sign you. <laughs> no, and and that, I like the, how he used, uh, put emphasis on hope. Yeah. Because hope is what these fans have had behind this team, even when they were losing, when they didn't have a quarterback. And then once you finally got a quarterback and you said – Hope is here. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have those troubles anymore. The days of Shab, Brock and Roll, all that, it's behind us. Okay? We have number four. That's what a fan was thinking. 
we have hope. And again, I'm not a Texas fan, so I'm not taking on. But I know, man, everyone I roll with, you know, my friends, they're all Texas fans. They told me, like, this is now it's our time, Jerry. Now we have something. We have pieces. Now Hopkins can shine even more. Even with bad quarterbacks, he was shining. But then it comes down to results. What does Bill O'Brien, what has he done to, to, to merit him getting more power? And in the NFL, power is everything. And if you keep giving it to that guy now, how long does the Bill O'Brien experiment last? How long are we going to give this? If they keep winning divisions and making money, I don't think anything's going to change. So the I, money's know? on you. Yeah. The only thing that can change is on you, the money aspect. If you're listening out there, like Joe said, the hope, but you've lost hope. You're listening out there. you got to say, hey, I'm not going to spend more money on this team. I'm going to hurt them in their pockets. Coming up next, Schalke in Germany. Go ahead and hit the over. Two and a half goals. Schalke, Mainz, kicking off, kicking off in two minutes. Go to Germany, hit the over. Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. You're listening to ESPN 97.5.